Something, something every it's time. all good, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Um, it's warm up, um, not on the topic, okay. But peep the scenario, and, and and if we can get the BOL listeners to chime in sometime during the program, all right. Daughter, daughter is married, been married for a minute, they got five kids, okay. The, the father in law of my daughter okay. is having some financial issues, and his son keep paying all the bills. When my daughter is at home with the five kids and my daughter is upset and she put her husband out because he paying her dad, his daddy bills. And I'm trying to tell her that's not the way to go about it. So that's the, that's the foundation of it. I told her she needed to uh, talk to the father-in-law and her husband at the same time and express her feelings and let her know what it was going on. So everybody can be on the same page, so she wouldn't be hearing hear hearsay. Right, right. We haven't done that yet. But if any of your of your uh, BOL listeners have any uh, advice or suggestions, please chime in. Um. So what I'll say, hey, good morning. I, I think I said Mama Corey. I'll say it again. Of course, she's so good amazing. morning, Mama McCory. Lisa in the building. Thank you for sharing. Again. Blessings, Lisa. Um, that is. But I know that wasn't a topic. Just thought. I'd no, it's it. it's not. We can we can kind of we can dig into that a little bit because I I I can uh, I can relate in some ways. Um, I think the key is uh, at this point. So she she knows that he's been paying, or she didn't know. She just kind of caught, kind of found out. You know where money was going or she already knew and it's just been an ongoing fight right <laughs> right, right right lisa it's all good though listen <laughs> i would listen i just just a quick pause i listen to strawberry letter because it now it flows into my schedule with the kids and stuff and we listen to it i would i would absolutely love to do strawberry letters like i don't know bol letters oh man if we can start doing that guys that would be a beautiful thing i would love you know then have have it us foolish folks jump in and give you some opinions. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll be that'll be at least a half hour of of, of greatness. <laughs> Good morning, I'm fat. I would love, I would love it. Um, but to but, answer your question that you just said, yes, you knew some of it. Okay, but in the midst sense. of their argument, right, he told her that he had been giving her dad, his dad, money on the low, and that's why he didn't tell her because she knew she wouldn't approve. Right. Go ahead. Right. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I definitely you don't take money out of the household, you know, into someone else's household. And, you know, I'm and I'm sure I based on conversations, like that household needs every every bit of everything. <laughs> okay. Every bit of everything. So you don't you definitely don't, yeah, that's that's not a good look. <clears throat> you at least communicate. I'm doing it. Even if you if you say this is what I'm doing and we fight or argue or fight because we're going to fight about it, but I do it. But at least you're aware 
of what I'm doing. At least you're aware of what I'm doing. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, I guess now uh, father-in-law need like he got bad spending habits, or he just is he or is it elderly because he can't do it? He's like is he's or is it? Well, since you want a little bit more information, yeah, I need a little more. A little more. What's up, Michael? Good morning, he sir. Is, he is. He is. Uh, technically disabled, but he right. still can okay. work. But he's technically disabled. Okay, so legally, he legally, he's t- disabled. So he's, he's getting a check. Disabled. He's getting a check. Okay. So, okay. So he's, he he has a girlfriend. Uh huh. That lives in there with him, and his girlfriend's four children, ages twenty, eighteen, seventeen. 14 also live in this household. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I, you know, he my dad. But you, just like I am, I am a grown man. Yeah, so you can't, you're taking on a burden you cannot handle. (laughs) And she's in girlfriend status. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, not even the wife. <laughs> right, 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 Lisa. She said, "Oh Jesus, the plot." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, oh, man, wow, not yeah. even the wife. Yeah. So, so my my main advice is, you, yeah, one, you need to stop. You need to stop. Yeah, that's to stop. It's. The, it, <laughs> I know. I think Pastor didn't agree, but what Steve calls it the. Um, I don't, it's not a borrowing situation. It's a it's a just giving situation, or is it some? Oh, kind he's of not. Just, just for clarification, it's not specifically addressed as borrow. Okay, I, I need your help. I got you I to got pay you. these bills that I've accrued with right. my girlfriend and her kids. Right, right, yeah. So there has to be. So Steve Harvey has the thing where. If there is, and he says it's a constant borrowing, like say, you know, Kenny was in the space where he's coming to me constantly for money, you know, like, hey, I need, I need, because always a need, <laughs> I need. And Steve Harvey has a thing where, because usually the borrowing, it takes a long time to get my little bit of $100 back and whatever. He has a thing where the last time you borrow, if you don't pay it back um, or I pay you. It's just like, all right, here's the hundred dollars. Don't worry about paying it back. <laughs> you know, like, but this is the last time. You know, he said, I call that the payoff. That's it. You know, or if I, if you come and you're like, hey, I can't give you the hundred back this week. I can hit you. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, like, let it. We're done. We're square. But don't come to me about it. <laughs> then he said, like I, and this is I heard months ago, a couple of days ago. He started talking about it as well. He said, so what happens? He said, so say me and you meet up again and we start chatting. He said, I'm going to bring that $100. Hey, you got the $100 you owe me? If you bring up money. <laughs> like, you know? So, so I, the embarrassment of that would be enough to be like, you know what? I guess I'm not asking anymore. You know, um, so, yeah. uh, Lisa said, I agree. It has to stop. Everybody is grown and needs financial counseling. Yeah, to get themselves in order. Yes. Yeah. Thank I, you. I think a lot of times it's just it's it's it's, it seems to be, and sometimes they're sing, people but single by themselves, but it seems like in a, in a family situation, because it's, it's harder to, 
navigate if you're not good with money and you got a fam. You know, you got more people attached. You know, it's just like, you know, you're overspending. It's like, it's always going to be something because you got more people involved that's in the pot. <laughs> you know, something, something's going to break off. Oh, but yeah, it, it would. I agree. It has to stop. That's my opinion. Everybody else want to chime in. If you caught the story, uh, you know, rewind it back. Uh, basically, fall in law. Uh, daughter. Yeah, Kadeem's daughter's uh, husband, father is mooching basically and paying and basically taking and his fault and his sister his uh daughter's husband is taking care of a whole nother household his dad's household with girlfriend and stuff like that yeah it has stopped it has stopped like if he was by himself i get it you know somebody's like look dad i can't keep paying for you over there you're gonna just have to live here i get it you're disabled you can't afford i get it yo we fam you try to do what you got to do you know just don't disrespect my wife don't disrespect my kids you know like stay in your lane we straight We'll we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, the whole crew, yeah, you yeah. got to cut that off. You got to cut that off. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. But like yeah, I said, I mean, I felt that way when I was telling her. <laughs> I was like, your daddy could work part-time, his girlfriend could work full-time, the twenty-year-old could work full-time, the eighteen-year-old can work full-time. Seventeen-year-old can work part-time. You got some kind of you got a whole grown folks other than the seventeen-year-old, and he's kind of grown because yeah, you can't so he can, he can get some money. <laughs> he can work part-time. Right. The while the day wouldn't kill him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's 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 at least five people over there <laughs> that can work. Now the fourteen-year-old, I understand. Right. Legally, they can't. I think he work. can. Is it not for not even a hardship. Legally, they can work at 14. Okay, so 15. So he's he the, he the only one exempt. He exempt. <laughs> the only one. I, don't know, six just, people. I keep the house clean. He keep the there house clean. <laughs> What's up, Keita? Good morning. Good morning. All right. <laughs> so today. But anyway, I didn't mean to hijack the first. Nah, you good. That's, that's good. That, listen, we need. I'm trying to break these up into segments anyway, but I know sometimes things get so juicy. It's just like. <laughs> I don't want to stop the conversation. That you know, like that's that's why I need a producer to be like, listen, it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, I could like I know Steve Harvey struggled probably for years, like trying to. I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop talking. If I got a commercial, got music, you know, like so. I know he's because a lot of times you be like, wait, no, it's my show. Let's keep going. I got, I want to finish saying what I'm gonna say. Then we on. Then we'll cut. You know. Um, but he, you know. The, the big wig shut him down. All right, so today, today we're talking about who is influencing us. Yesterday we kind of ended on, look at that, back on the scene, crispy and clean, Pastor Brian. Hey, hey. hey <laughs> what's going on, good bro? Happy. What's today? Thursday. Oh man, yes. it looked like you high as Cooter Brown. <laughs> oh, oh man. Nah. Yeah, do a screenshot and send it to him. <laughs> yeah, I sure was. I ain't got one in a long time. The screen paused for a minute. You looking like you look. You looking uh, high. I was, like, looking, I was uh, trying to figure out. Like, yeah, well. <laughs> happy birthday, Lady McCrory, Christelle. Oh, yes, yes. Happy birthday. Happy woo, woo, birthday. Woo, woo. Happy birthday. Morning, oh. family. How's everybody? Oh. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. All as well. Um, so. What am I doing? So we're talking about who is influencing us. Um, you said Cootie. Didn't you say Cootie Brown? <laughs> Higher than. Higher I, than. I did. 
I heard that name in a long time. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I'd throw that in from the old school. You know what old school right there. And my grandmother used to say that one. Tonka than Cooter Brown. All right. So. <laughs> Shout out. Sorry about Cooter Brown. I don't know who that dude is. <laughs> He just—he's always gotten a bad rep from. right? Since the sixties, he's been getting a bad rep. <laughs> right. All right. At least it says happy birthday, Lady Christelle. All right. Yeah. So yesterday we talked about uh, music and some of the lyrics, and um, I know I've mentioned before, and we was talking about off screen. You know, listening to the lyrics now, you know, like some of the joints you used to rock to and then like having my children listen to it like, yeah, let's. Oh, no, let's not listen to that. <laughs> you know, really paying attention to, to some of the lyrics. You're like, mm, do I really want you singing that? <laughs> you know, like, oh, and, yeah. and it's like you, but you at the same time being black and older, you want your kids to know the culture. <laughs> it's like, I need these kids to know my culture. I need these kids to know who Big Daddy Kane was. Like, <laughs> I need them to know. It's like, why? I know, like, why? Like, I know there's somebody watching, like, what does that matter? I don't know. It's just part of our culture. Like, it, I feel like we got, you know, <laughs> we got ripped from Africa, thrown into slavery. <laughs> like, we don't have a lot of history. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't have a lot of backstory, you know? Like, so I feel like it just needs to start now. <laughs> like, this is, we, I don't know what happened back then. It started back, our our history started 1970. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's what I got. It's all I got. Our our, our tribal music is hip-hop. <laughs> you know, like, like that. They absolutely need to know who Big Daddy is. Right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she said they absolutely need to know who Big Daddy is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, it's, it's also, I, so like I said, it, you know, you let them listen to it try to find the more pop appropriate or the radio versions of stuff. <laughs> Just, you know, it's like, like, oh, this is what you listen to, you know. Um, but talking about who is influencing us, right? <laughs> and back in the day, just listening <clears throat> to certain things, it um, kind of shaped how you saw the world. Or I know it did for me, um, you know, going between like KRS-One and um, Rakim, you know, um, some of the, the, the like Jungle Brothers or Brand Nubian, you know, they always talk about righteousness and mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the more righteous teachers, more righteous mm-hmm. teachers, right, right, you know, mm-hmm. that they were, they had a respectable mindset or kind of songs um, and it kind of puts you in a, a certain space and, you know, pastors always said, you know, you go out of the house, like, Certain certain songs to shift your mood, <laughs> you know. Like you put on a good praise is what I do. You got your hands up, and then right after that, depending on how your playlist works, California Love comes on. You're like, oh. <laughs> you know, you just, it just changes all of who you are. You know? <laughs> I'm just can we keep it real? Can we can we have a real conversation today? I'm just saying, you know. Um, and me, like, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. When I got saved, and I don't know how you know. How you felt, Pastor, when you first got saved? Like for me, I changed. I just drastically changed my music because I was like, I need to change my mindset. Like I need to think a little differently in this space of time. So like, I didn't throw anything away. 
I just I just put it away. Um, like I was rocking Fred Hammond. Let the praise begin was probably like my first gospel song. I grab I gravitated towards it. Held like I listened to it. That joint on repeat because I was like I like this song. <laughs> you know, like really, yeah. Let the praise begin. Oh, that was my joint. That was my joint. Oh, you know what it was for me? What's that? Clark Sisters. Really? Is my living in vain? Yeah. See, I could, those those. What else? What are now probably like traditional, like like you know, more churchy kind of. You know, at that time, I couldn't listen to those songs then. Like I love it now, but I couldn't. Like oh my goodness, if it was a quartet, <laughs> come on, children. I was like, come on, stop it, stop. It. So let the praise begin was kind of like a mix of pop, you know, with with gospel, with the lyrics that were uplifting, you know, and it had me going, you know. Oh, so it, it took me a while to get into some of the traditional stuff. But yeah, that that was where I was. But then, you know, after a while, I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't heard a good Tribe Called Quest in a minute. You know, <laughs> you know, you find the tape like, oh, let me pop that in. Oh, you know, but I was, you know, in a kind of like a better place, you know, after being saved for a while and really, you know, so I, I say all that to say, you know, I think it is is really shaped by what we listen to. You know, it's shaped by not only music, by news. You know, we probably had the conversations. Your your opinions can be shaped if you watch one particular news channel all day long. You know, all the commentators because everybody falls in line with the same narrative. You know, no one really. It's rare. It happens, but it's rare that someone during the course of the day is going to challenge <laughs> a particular narrative. Even if it's CNN, it's Fox, MSNBC, you know, it's it's the same. It's just they someone speaks the news, someone takes in an opinion, someone has a panel of opinionated people <laughs> to, to all coincide with the same narrative, you know, just so by the end of the day, you're like, this is what I believe, you know. Um, so my thing is, what happens when someone and, and we were talking about cognitive cognizant dissonance. Am I saying that right? Um, no, I mean, dissonance. Basically, so basically, if someone introduced inf- new information to you, um, Kaneem, and and like let's just say it's it's relevant, it's true, it's fact based, there's statistics. You know, like I come to your house with a whole a whole um, daggone presentation about listen, man, what you've been thinking is wrong, <laughs> you know, like, and it's clear. And I, and your wife may be thinking the same thing you thinking, but she sit there like, oh man, wow. And you're like, I don't care. So I still do believe, I need to use I still believe what I believe. Huh? Do I need to use both of those words together? Or, <laughs> or is it one word means something and another word means it's, something? It's else. basically. <laughs> I Google it. Just, just take it and I Google it. But yeah, so basically just you're sticking you're sticking to what you believe, basically, you know, regardless of what you see. You know, regardless of cognitive dissonance. Yes. Yes. I Google it. (laughs) So um, so have you got so that's my question. Have you guys been in a space or a situation where someone presented you with information, especially growing up, you know, I, I feel this way about like white people or I feel this way about uh, life in general 
and then someone shows you, hey, let me let me show you something I, I found out or discovered or someone showed me, <laughs> you know, um, have you gotten information like that and just refused, <laughs> refused, like, nope, nope, hey. that's what I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm off topic, but I did just Google that. And why did I put in cognitive and dissonance come right up behind it? I'm telling you, man, these don't be listening. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's a two-part term. It's a two-part term. Yeah, it's a two-part term. Right. But I just put in the cognitive part. Right, uh, because because the, it's it's going to be a it's the highest or the most uh, popular right. search. Right. Right. So people typically put dissonance with cognitive because you think about it from this way. Think about uh, cognitive being your ability to uh, receive information, your, your mind, your, your brain, just taking in information right. and and dissonance being uh, disagreement right. out of harmony with that information. Right. So so cognitive dissonance is you have a state of mind like you believe that you're king, right? Not just in your house, but outside your house. And you've been king in and outside your house for as long as you can remember. Right. And in your mind, you have fact-based data right. that solidifies your position as king. Right. I come to you wearing a crown. <laughs> right. You king, but I got the crown, right? And on my shirt, it says king. And all my royal subjects are surrounding me. So now right. you have new information right. that is disruptive to your current understanding or your current belief. Right. But you continue to walk around calling yourself king, even though there's new evidence. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. Is having a belief and then being presented with new evidence, right. but ignoring the new evidence. Pretty much, yeah. The conflict. So, yeah. so it says the state of having inconsistent thoughts, right. beliefs, or attitudes, especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. Right, right. But inconsistent thoughts right. to consistent evidence. Right. Yeah. This is not. Nah. This precedent was brought to you by BOL. Today's <laughs> word is cognitive. Hey, I have been educated once again because I like to put, you know, words that I've never used before in my vocabulary, right. but I want to use them properly. Right, right. So, yeah, I got, I got one. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, I, do the same, I do the same thing, bro. Anybody that's not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know. See, and listen, this right here. This right here. Look, she said, I don't care. It's a Sam. For my podcast, baby. I don't care about your evidence. I believe what I believe. My belief is all the evidence I need. Right. All right, Sam. I ain't unicorns <laughs> and rainbows every day now. Come on. Now. Can't believe. Can't believe what you can't see. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So let me. So I, she, I don't even know why she typed that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you guys been in that space or been in that state where? New information has been presented, and yet you were just like, "Nope, I believe what I believe. <laughs> I don't care about the evidence." <laughs> uh, um, 
I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Brian go. I, I mind mine. <laughs> I mean, I had I had to even figure out what she was talking about with this cognitive dissonance. So I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let he, at least he know what he's talking about. I got I got to hear. What oh, he okay, got. well, okay. Let me let me let me turn it a little bit because um have you know growing up like your mind has your has your mind been have you been exposed to other things like you thought one thing. Um, and been exposed to some new information, like you like, and I and I speak on Kaneem because he always talked about his transition from getting out of the the I would just for lack of a better way of putting like the hood mentality, you know, um, to realize that this is it's a bigger world out there, <laughs> you know, like there's so much more out there. Um, what was it? Let me ask that. So, what was it that helped you see more to want more, you know? What was it to help you see more to want more? You know, I think out of reverse that because I believe that seeing more drives wanting more. Okay, not wanting more drives driving seeing more. Mm. Right, because exposure educates. Yeah, information helps. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge is what the scripture tells us, and so. In order for me to think broader, I need more information. Yeah. Right. But you, have you ever had, um, in the midst of your struggle, like, there's got to be, like, when it, when your struggle becomes, like, consistent, <laughs> you're just like, oh, you ever just sit there and be like, there's got to be more than this. Yeah. You know, and that and that's what I mean, like the, the thinking more or, or feeling. But I like, think that's when you personalize it. There's right. gotta be more than this for me. Right, right. Because you know there's more. Definitely. Because you know the world is larger. Right. Right. You just yeah. wonder if it applies to me. That's good. Okay. I got what you're saying. Right. Like you see the private jet, you just like, yeah, I can. I don't that's that's private not even jet. reachable. Right, like right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't see myself getting on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I would agree with that, man. Uh, what Brian said about seeing more uh, creates a, 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 a sense that you want more because you've been seeing something you've never been exposed to. Right. Because I know when I was when I went to San Diego for basic training, that was my first time. You know, leaving the southeast. Uh, going all the way to California and being by myself and then uh, getting into uh, fights in the the military and coming back uh, through um, on a bus and I'm stopping at all these cities on Arizona, New Mexico and I'm all through this and then getting back and and all the people that I met when I was in San Diego uh, hooking up with them I'm 18 and I'm I'm going to, well, I mean, pretty much everywhere, North Carolina, St. Louis, right. Chicago. I mean, you meet people from all over the country. You right. know what I'm saying? And you go, I'm, I'm going to all these places visiting them. And I may have not done that if I wasn't exposed by my trip to San Diego. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now that I have uh, 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 a person I can go and who I connected with, right. I'm going to connect with them in their hometown. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm meeting folks from their hometown and building relationships. And then and now I'm in Chicago. Oh, hey, I got a cousin in Detroit. Now we driving to Detroit. You know right, what I'm right. saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I'm I saying? 
oh, my aunt's still in Milwaukee. Now we driving to Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, that's how I got exposed to a lot of different stuff at a young age. I, and I used to always brag, like, man, I done seen 25 of the 50 states, and I ain't 25 years old yet. <laughs> right, right, right. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But that was because I had got out of my own comfort zone, and I was exposed to a lot of different people at a very young age. But again, I wasn't scared. I wasn't, I didn't have limits to what I was trying to do. I wanted more. I, I, I was, I was brave and, 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 and didn't have no sense of, you know, constraints about what I could do. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. I think about, you know, when you talk about exposure, right. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh Jesus! How to get this? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That, that, that don't even that don't even parallel or nothing. How you just? Oh, just, oh let the brother, let the brother I mean, talk. No, he just turned on the light switch. That's how. <laughs> let the brother, let the brother talk. Let him bring Go it ahead, sir. <laughs> Somehow we can figure out how to get the Cowboys <laughs> into the conversation. <laughs> so, so watch this. All right. uh, Trayvon Diggs is a defensive back. For the I know who he is very well. His brother, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, is a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Right. For the Bills. What's up, Jeff? Buffalo Bills. Right. In college, now, Stefan is the older brother. Trayvon is the younger brother. Mm-hmm. They went to Alabama. Stefan is a wide receiver. Bad. But as a child, as a boy, Trayvon was a wide was a wide receiver also. He gets to Alabama and Coach Saban says, I want you to play defensive back. But Trayvon wanted to play wide receiver. Right. He played defensive back and he's been playing defensive back ever since. And last year in the NFL, he had more interceptions than anybody. Right. Now he also gave up more yards than anybody too, but that's beside the point. (laughs) My point is he saw he saw football one way right. and was exposed to another way of playing football. And he may go down in history as a Hall of Fame defensive back. And he's not even playing what he intended on playing because he was exposed to another perspective of the game. OK. Right. Yep. I my wife and I lived in Los Angeles when we first met. And we lived in this apartment. Was well, it was a it was a two unit or four unit building. And we were on the top left, probably eight hundred square feet. We moved to Sacramento, and we get a five bedroom split level house that's like three thirty thirty two hundred square feet. Right. We got this big old house, but we had never lived in a house that big before. Okay. Right. We woke up to the realization that in that house. We occupied less than a thousand square feet. And we never touched the other parts of the house. Unless the children were wreaking havoc on the house. (laughs) Right. But, you know, like the master's bedroom had a retreat and we never came out of there. We were still stuck in. We were living in a thousand square feet in our mind. But we had 3,200 square feet of house. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right? Right. That's a form of cognitive dissonance. Right. Right. Right? That's what being institutionalized or 
people coming out of the prison system is, 100%. right? You've got a, a bigger world, but you're still stuck with the old evidence, right. stuck in your belief that I can only go this far. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. We had to learn to use all that we had available to us. Right. Right? Um, Sam says, see the cognitive distance dispute, the evidence that the Cowboys are trash, pass the horn, <laughs> keep trying to act like they aren't. <laughs> hey, he sure did throw that in there. He, I mean, he just went to straight to the story about the 800 square feet. Right. He has nothing about the Dallas Cowboys. In that <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was. Hey, we were pointing we that out because I was trying to figure that out. I was dealing with it. It's the power of influence. Nick Saban, as a coach, had influence right. on who, the, the question is who's influencing us. That's what right. I see. Yes, indeed. Without my glasses, ain't the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> he said, look, he got a pass for witness protection for the day. <laughs> hey, bro. Come on, man. I see coming in with the jokes, though. <laughs> oh, I still oh, got him here. Already. Yeah, so listen, we, wait. Call him e. we don't we don't put his his, his whole name out. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. We don't listen, we, we pause it for a minute. I need y'all to do one thing. One thing. Or maybe two or three. All right. <laughs> if, if you're on Facebook, I need you to hit that button at the bottom. It's called share. Hit that share button. Put a nice little title. Say, yo, these dudes are talking some crazy stuff and send that. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, I need you to make sure you like it and subscribe it. All right. Let's continue on. Um, so today we're talking about who is influencing us. I feel like Pastor says if he continuously says Cowboys are great, eventually we'll all come over to the Cowboy. Side. No. I think that's the no. goal. That's what Jerry no. Rogers doing? <laughs> that is no. the subliminal no. message he keeps putting out there. <laughs> No, Cowboys are great. Cowboys are great. <laughs> Eventually, we'll come over. All right, uh, welcome, Ephraim. I was say, I can't even say your, your whole name. Whatever, Eve. Um, welcome to the show. So, today we're talking about, like I said, who is influencing us. We were starting with uh, music and things that are in our ear. And for you guys, I'm kind of like shifting, but not really. Um, when it comes to, to music, do you feel like a lot of your thinking was shaped by music. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of it. A lot of my financial decisions were shaped by music. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I bought a pair of Jordans I didn't even like. Um, yeah, yeah, it influenced. You know, and, and and if you look at a lot of what I've done, you'll see a mixture of awesome, Jeff. Thank out, you. Outcasts, Nas, All right. All right. And, and Trick Daddy. You'll just see a big circle of that. Just keep going on, and a lot of what I uh, how I thought, what I said, what I did, and that's what got that's what made it hard when I got to church. I had to drunk myself with so much hip hop. They right. had to pull off all kind of layers <laughs> of, of thinking. You know what I mean? Right. And especially in terms of response. Um, Three thousand say that uh, you can't let your lady try you. You know, you the you the candy apple of an eye, and you can't get bit. So you got to grab her by her neck and throw her on the wall. Uh, and tell it never to disrespect you, never not at all, you know. So, but these are the things that creep into your mind, right? And and then they turn to your response. And and evidence of it is, you know, if I could tell you how much DMX and stuff we listened to before <laughs> football games, right? And wrestling matches, and they, like we right. would, we would listen to that to get ready to go 
uh, bash each other. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> literally, it's in our heads. So, right, like, right. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's some crazy influences in there. Right. It's it definitely how we think, you know? We grew up on a lot of cash money, um, a lot of influences. And like I said, these some of these people not even from your city. You know right. what I mean? You think about, you know, but yes, yes, that's your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. I, I, and I'm the same way. I'm the same way as you, man. I mean, like, when y'all was talking about um, Clark Sisters and right. uh, who you said, Hammonds? Fred, Fred, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know none of their songs. I have no clue. <laughs> I mean, that's why I didn't speak on it because I was like, who are they? <laughs> but, but, like, he was saying, I grew up on straight hip hop. Right. And R and B, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like he talking about Trick Daddy, and um, I, I think I was about to ask you when you hear the word or the name Pastor Troy. Yeah, that got everybody hype. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, football, baseball, basketball. It's, it's like yeah. if you hear the House of Pain when they're good. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you just spoke my language. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now now I'm lost in translation. You gotta find his language. You gotta find his language. (laughs) It's still it's still and a lot of that that is and I was we were talking about Lyme the other day and y'all were talking about y'all y'all didn't know Pimp C and how how Kaneem talking about he don't know the Clark sisters right but when you step into these things these people are legendary you feel what I'm saying so UGK mean get me correct if I'm wrong. I think they've been. I think they've been out since 88, 89, perhaps. Yeah. So like they've been influencing a whole like region for a very long time, and uh, um, you know yeah. we have it made up the makeup of these things. So, right. So um, and same thing with Clark Sisters, right? All they famous for all these runs and stuff they're doing. They've right. been doing it for a long time. Right. But they right. started with just straight harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clark right. Sisters were harmonized. They were the queens of harmony. Right. Yeah. You know, back in the day. Yeah. The runs and, came later, and 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 they mama legendary. You see what I'm saying? So like they have all kind of like all this history, but if you're not a part of it, right? You know, it's just it's just another thing, you know. So folk would, you know, I know music. I like all kind of music, you know, but I'm not no big Billy Joel fan. You feel what I'm saying? I don't, I don't. I mean, I know a song or two, you know, uh, right. Big Shot, we, but you know, I'm not. It's not influencing me because I'm not really, you know. Oh yeah. guys, there I did like Sting and uh, all the notes, the police. I liked all y'all, but anyway, we ain't talking about Outcast is trash though. Is they, is, are they really trash? They... We, we're not going there. Either. We're not going. I don't even watch yeah. Somebody said Outcast was trash. But but what what is it? They don't understand it, right? They don't influence. It's not their. It's not their. Thing. Yeah, so you, if you in New York, you know it's cold all year round, and buildings, and they ain't got cars. You come down here, and then we talking about he- heavy Chevys and Fillmore, <laughs> and you know, TV in New York. They, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't understand that it's a, like a different way, right? So our, our artists wouldn't influence them. Yeah, 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 y'all, yeah, yeah. So y'all, you know, yeah, y'all just yeah, subway. Y'all walk to the Bronx. That's that's how I see it in my head. I'm pretty sure it goes just like that. The bridge is 45 minutes. So, that's why are we so over the top with our exaggerations? Hey, <laughs> walked in the wrong. Yeah, man. Oh, man. man. You know, so, so crazy. Like, New York is such a huge state. The city is so small in comparison, but it's like the focal point. You know, like, that's just always 
blows my mind. He said, oh, man. So, okay, today we're talking about <laughs> who is influencing us, who is influencing us um, a lot. So let's let's talk about, like, your <laughs> I think you can be over the top. <laughs> um, if you, um, politically, right, who... Who was your your biggest uh, person or thing that influenced you, you know, to see things in a in a political way, like, you know, socially or what kind of shape, you know, outside of, of course, how you lived? Um, all of us, I'm sure, have grown somewhat in, in, you know, in that space where you had one thought you might have shifted a little bit, you know, where you might have had a hard stance, you know, like what was your political influence who was that was it your your parents your, your mom um a lot, a, lot, a lot of my stuff started off with like activists you feel me and later okay. I, I feel like my full-fledged dive into p- politics that i like i'm on it today like watch cnn outside the election type on today right right it right it was really obama but before that it was real it, I, it was more activist even throwback even martin luther king even like it was more the activist piece because they always seemed a little bit closer to the community which I think is why Obama got my attention. I know they clowned him for the whole community activist thing, our community, what they call them, leader, community, whatever. Right. But like organizer, community organizer. Right. But like those are the people who seemed a little bit more real to me, touchable, you know what I mean? Um, were the activists because they seem to pick up our agenda and our cause. But if it's straight politics, I, I really didn't jump full fledged into <laughs> politics and reading states and understanding, you know, like I am, like I do today until like 08. Got yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, that's that's kind of how it was too, man. Like before, uh, well, actually, before I got to Georgia, I probably I probably didn't get into politics okay. until I got to Georgia. Um, so my politics may have started nine uh, eleven when 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 they hit nine eleven and and that's, and, and, that's when you started paying attention on that yeah. with the microphone and. Yeah, he was right. telling everybody that, that we finna get uh, uh uh some 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 revenge. Yeah, I was like, okay, Bush, I I, yeah. I didn't vote for you, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I feel it in my heart what you're saying. So let me follow you a little closer. Yeah, right. so I, I, that's pretty much when I got into it because I was following, like, what is he gonna do? Like, right. uh, like I see what they didn't done. Yeah. What, what? How are we gonna get some get back? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Hey, right. and it didn't take long. You know what I'm saying? We was in our rocks, right? We on our way. Right. Next week, next week wasn't it? Right. <laughs> right. They get we it. on our way. So I kind of got into it, but I think I my my first vote was in 2000. Yeah, it was 2004 when he when he came up again. Yeah. When he came up again, I voted. I voted for uh actually um your boy who was running against. Him. Uh, oh, God. oh man, what, what was it? You talking about Gore? What, was Gore? Gore? The second yeah. time? Oh, uh, oh Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I vote. Uh, if he would have been a better speaker, he probably would could have won. I mean, he was calm, but yeah. Bush had too much of, the, of, of that revenge get back, and yeah. they were showing little snippets of him standing on top of you know. Oh, yeah, he was. A, he made him look like a hero. He was the yeah, yeah. good man. He was in the right places. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you yeah, know, right. but, yeah. But that's that's first time I voted was two thousand four, actually. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So this- Morning. Um, 
I think you know, but even what he's saying is yeah. it, it when it when you talk about who influences us, I think it's still like region based. You feel right. me? Like certain people won't oh, appeal yeah, yeah. to certain people. Like, right. you know, um, I don't think that's what okay. You see all these 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 new groups that have emerged to support a lot of these recent candidates, right? Right. I ain't think Mick Romney, I don't think he appeals. It, okay, and even if we don't make it recent. I don't think Daddy Bush appealed like when Clinton when they had that town hall and Clinton was on there talking to the folk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I don't know if y'all remember that clip when that lady busted him out and he was like, "You trying to tell me I can't be your president because I don't know how to deal with whatever?" Like he was like dumbfounded. And right. Clinton came on. I think Bill Clinton. I like to see him versus Obama. I think Clinton know how to. I'm telling y'all, man, for real, that boy was campaigning. Obama right. campaigned too. He had a lot of right. people hype and he got some young people. But Bill right. Clinton was a politician for real. You know what yeah, I mean? So no, it, it's it just, it's like there's there's people that Clinton, he seemed like a very everyday kind of a close, he understands what I'm now. I know the gimmicks of stuff. I'm not trying oh, yeah. to I'm talking about what he portrayed, what he put out right. there, and how he influenced and what he did. He was able to connect with some of that down south, you know. I'm one of y'all, but I'm really on top of this, and I really keep them up north people on their toes. You know, it was like, you know what I mean. So it, it, it's it's and, and Trump did something similar, you know. He, yeah. he walked up the crowd and was like, "Look, I know you see the suit, this this tie. I'm super rich, but I'm I'm a clean swamp. And I'm cleaning for y'all." So it, it's it's you got to be able to relate, and you can't come at people certain ways that you you lose them. So I think on music or politics, I think it's region based. Gotcha. Um, my Pat said, "Hey, and good morning." She said, "It was my grandmother who let us watch the Kennedy and Nixon debate." Uh, Sam said, Bill in his prime, maybe, but Bill now takes the L. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Obama, yeah, Obama knew how to use the internet, right? He jumped on before anybody else could, you know? yeah. Um, he said, So, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff said, If I use his name, y'all block me. I think no, I know what you're Jeff. talking about because if you're oh. talking about back then, uh, my dad used to watch him too. I'm sure that's probably good, but go ahead and put him up. Huh? Who, who, who is, who is he rhymes with hush, he rhymes with hush, Rush Limbaugh? yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Oh, man, ain't nothing wrong with Rush. Is it, hey, no, he, got he got some issues. Oh, hey. I'm, talking, I'm talking about that's who you follow, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I mean, Howard Stern. A lot of folks, I, I, oh, yeah. I used to listen to Howard Stern. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 like shock. that's a shock job. Yeah. 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 Rush now about what? No, Rush man, everything he said. I was trying to get them, them down. I don't, listen, I'll put you, put you on that, Kaneem. Your face made it. I think I don't think he believed everything. I think he was a shock jock, too. Um, Come on. I know he had I know he was not influence for a reason. He was influencing for a purpose. You know, like yeah. he had a a uh, a directive, a mission to, to change something, to, you know, change the political landscape for whatever, for his good and for whoever else was supporting him or but, whatever. But tell me, tell What's me the difference now. between Rush Limbaugh yeah. and Alex Jones? He just wasn't as 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 shockish. <laughs> Not much. I Rush, Rush Rush comes up with his own stuff. Hmm? I Rush feel like Rush came up with his own stuff. I feel yeah, like Alex Jones did too. All the lies he was telling. I think that's he came, Alex Jones was. Just, I think he was being fed them lies and just was dumb enough. Like I feel that same way about Candace Owens too. Like, hey, Candace, jump on this topic today. I got you. Rush, like so. This part of the conversation right here. Yes. Is the exact reason why the people don't know who my influencers are, right? Why? Because it's not people in those high places. 
it's people right. that I can reach, people that oh, I can yeah. reach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? 100%. Um, but I, I think, you know, Kaneem, you talking about, when you talk about, oh, or he was talking about Bill Clinton, like Bill Clinton was very charismatic. For right. sure. Right? Yes. Uh, and so he drew people in because of the gift of charisma. And, and Barack Obama, high level of charisma. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and you think about Donald Trump, you're talking about that's not charisma. That's going into the area where you know will get you the response. I mean, like yes. you're, you're feeding their anger. Right. You're feeding their, you know, them being fed up. You're feeding something yeah. uh, that's going to garner you popularity. Right. 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 Uh, so I think that when it comes to I'm like, when it comes to influence, like Barack Obama, I didn't see him as my influence. I saw him as a healthy candidate, but okay. like he's to me, he's still a politician. Right. 100 percent. Yeah. But that's what you're saying. But, but your political influence, though. But no, but but um, it don't got to be Obama. I mean, I'm, but, I'm no, Obama. Like, see, it's not, it, see, to me, it's not the individual. It's not Barack Obama. Like, I appreciate what you said about Barack right. Obama right. back in Chicago, yeah. right? Because back in when he was in Chicago working right. Right. on that level, you know, he was out yeah. there in the streets yeah. organizing and all that kind of stuff. And if I were in Chicago, that would have probably influenced me. For sure. Right, right, right. Right? Because he was much closer. I could actually right. see. Touch, right. You've you seen him, seen him like yeah. on TV, like just as a little guy, like, you know, right. Yeah, so that's a good point, Pastor. Actually, people I can touch influence me more. Yeah, hundred percent. But, but I, I think, but I, that, I, I think that's, that's I think that's for everybody that's yeah. on here right now. Right. As far as the people who influence them the most. Right. I mean, because you can turn on TV and turn the TV off. You right. know what I'm saying? But those that impact you daily, that's your true influence. Like my mama, my my yeah. daddy, my that's grandma, what, my uncle, saying. my aunt. Right. So, that's so who, my that's who influence you the most. Right. So but like my dad is. So, Kane, my point is, don't rob them in this moment. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. like my dad was. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. I never said that. Uh, Howard Stern was my influence. I just, <laughs> yeah, he's just crazy. I didn't say Rush Limbaugh. I didn't say none of them. I, I'm just saying. Well, I'm I listen. Saying, to I keep going back to the question: that who is influencing us? Right. But I he got you. Politically. Hey, no, 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 no. I was just. I was talking about in your ear. Period. No, I wasn't like it. Didn't have to be like. There was a connection point, like for all of oh, us, okay. you know, there was a connection point because um, like it could have been who talked about Shirley Chisholm. Uh, it could have been Bismarcky almost like because I found Bismarcky kind of on my own through the radio. And you talk about Shirley Chisholm. I looked her up. I was like, oh, look at Shirley Chisholm. Who's connected to her? And I followed them. You know what I'm saying? And that that started mine. But for me, it was it was my dad because the bigger picture was my dad used to watch Rush Limbaugh, you know, so he was my connection to beginning into into politics and just interest and just the looking into it and the ideology and things of that nature. Um <laughs> Mike said Housewives of Atlanta influenced yeah, me. Right. Yeah, yeah, indeed. indeed. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so that that's well, a shame. Problem, it's a shame, but he ain't lying. <laughs> well I, I mean the the influence most of well, I mean, the, the the question is so you know vast. I mean, it don't yeah. tell you age range. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's yeah, just 100%. I mean, the influence you yesterday. Yeah. It is, uh, you know what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. it, but starting but out, as far like, as yeah. we talking, now I mean, yeah. now who had the biggest impact on your life, influencing you to move forward in a certain direction? 
Right. It had to be the your your, your immediate family and and those closest to you at those molding years. You know what I'm saying? As you get older, but, but in your twenties and thirties, huh? who's influencing you now? I still hear them voices. Oh, my wife. <laughs> my okay. wife is influencing right, okay. me now. Yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. That's a good answer. That's good. <laughs> we'll continue to be influenced the rest of our lives. I assume by yeah. something. Yeah, but yeah, but think about something. it. Right. Right. Because when I think about, you know, when you think about people like, you know, Barack Obama, Bismarck, I mean, Barack Obama is not the influence. It's the policy. Right. Right. It ain't the individual. I don't know him. Right. I don't know how his wife really feels. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, So I have to connect with the messaging, the, the policies that you're that you're trying to to, to deliver, right. but when it comes to influencing me in my in my life and 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 what I do and how I act, yeah. <clears throat> that ain't Barack Obama, right? I blame Kaneem. I blame Ad Walker for the broad question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because you started out talking about musical. So who influences you in music? Who influences you in your spiritual life? Who influences you in your relationships? Who but it's all it's all a combination. It's all a combination. I think we went around the carousel but, now. But the thing is, it's all a combination of how you think and what you listen to, right? Right. Right. If 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 uh E was stuck on Trick Daddy, you know, like Trick Daddy was the gospel. Um, some of the, the, the lyrics from um, Outcast was the gospel, you know what I'm saying? Like, then who he is would be a lot different, you know. So it's it's I, I talk I started with music, but it's all about basically <laughs> pastor. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It wouldn't be a week if I didn't get on their skin a little bit. He's right. There you go, Samson. Don't gang up on my husband. Got my back. <laughs> right. Um, but it's all it's all a full uh. of what you listen to because. At the same time, you're right, my dad and Rush Limbaugh, but I'm hearing KRS One. I'm hearing EPMD and I'm hearing Public Enemy. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. like you well, know, what are so you saying like, to your dad? You, you said, What am I saying? We, yeah. we never really got deep into it. Like we never got and I, I missed out on those conversations. You know, it was, you know, my dad old, he don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but it did, it did a lot of what he said influenced me. Like the musical, but when it was the touching, remember those. I can't touch public enemy. I hear you. That's over there. You know, even I, I hear you, but that's over there. You know what's happening around here? What's happening in this space? You know, my dad, he's here. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, okay, this is my neighborhood. So this is more reality. You understand and, what I'm and saying? A, a lot of what we're getting at too is about influence and like lasting, effective influence. Like I said, we would listen to certain music before the game. Like we're looking for an immediate, you know what I mean? Like um, uh, I haven't been a part of a drive-by, but what I've been told was that they listening to some music before they go do what they're gonna do. Like they're hyping yourself up, right? So there's uh, what people drink when right. when you when you drunk when you drunk you're under the influence, right? Right. right so that's right. that's a that's a current at the moment situation. So right. we have some short-term things that we do that we listen to that we're a part of that influence us to do some some do whatever it is we're trying to do, right? But um, yeah, there, there's it's it's a broad question, but uh, there's a lot of influences in a lot of different areas. Right. You just have to be careful about who you let influence you. Right. And yeah. for me, it's the stuff. That's why I was saying with the music, it was some stuff that 
I was signing off on that was sneaking into my behavior, my thought pattern, my process right. that I didn't know. You feel me? Right. It, for me, it's the stuff that's happening unaware. That's kind of the real issue that you got to that. And a lot of that, e, yeah. I'm piggybacking on you, brother, because I, I, my whole thing was I had well, just to go back a little bit. I was on cassette tapes. You might have came in oh, on okay. CDs. Okay. I, I, had, I, I had that rhyme on cassette. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, hey, I'm just saying, like, I could listen to music by myself. I ain't have my have my homeboy, my mama, cause I that music was in my ear constantly. And I'm learning the words. I can recite the words. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? If, if I hit a beat, come on, I can yeah. say the whole lyrics all yeah. the way through. Yeah. And it, it kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It resonated with you. It was on your shoulders. It was in your back. It was in your chest. It was in your arm. You, yeah. I mean, it was just everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of like, you 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 broadcasting what you're hearing. And it wasn't gospel for me. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm listening to Public Enemy, if I'm listening to NWA, if I'm listening, I'm, 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 I'm broadcasting that. Cause I want to be that. I want to live up to that. I want to be better. I want to be the the best. Whatever I heard. <laughs> That's real, right there. That's yeah. real. I, I, I got I got a homeboy who, and you said it wasn't gospel, but these folk it was. I got some people that the only prayer they heard was DMX track number eighteen. You feel me? He prayed for four straight albums. You feel what I'm saying? And like, and, and I had another. I don't know if y'all know. Uh, well. There's an album called I'm Serious, right? It's what we would deem a hood classic in the South. Yeah. Excuse me, you know, you northerners. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So I in the it. South, they had a song. Uh, Hold on. What he's not going to keep doing is disrespecting the North. It's like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'll educate y'all later. I'm just going to point that out. You're just going to cut him off. Oh, wow. You're just going to cut him off like that. All right. Continue your story. He's trying to do the job. I rock with y'all. the ones that disrespect us. Y'all man, we snatch the crown. But I know about y'all. I get down with y'all in the okay. law deep and all that, right? All right. But buddy, it, it, it's all called still ain't forgave myself. Where he goes off into this rant onto all these people he apologized for, who would have lived even mm. there, what right. uncle should have did, whatever, whatever. He talks about all these influences, right? I got a homeboy, I won't say his name because he listened to the show. That boy <laughs> cried. Oh wow. Off of off a of TI song. Because, but that's what I'm saying about letting stuff get in and not make it deep. But I'm saying stuff got spirits connected to it sometimes. Right. And there was something that touched that one. Right now, now you got folk crying in church, and you got somebody in, 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 down in North Decatur crying right. off a of Ti song. Right. So, so there's you. a there's a connection, and we're spirit beings. We're letting stuff in, and yeah. you know, uh, and not to say that's a bad song. I'm just saying we got to be careful because yeah. we we can't connect because I guess he the emotion. Maybe he are the things. If you if you heard the song, you know what it's about. So it you know something connected with him, and bro was in his room crying. Right. <laughs> so so yeah. it's the influences are everywhere. It the is. music is extremely powerful. Yeah, I can hear yeah. I can hear a song. Uh, Benny Siegel, Jay Z had that once again his own. I played that the whole summer when I was trying to get me some money for a car. You know, so if I hear that, it takes me back to the summer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got albums that take me back to. Uh, first grade, a song that go with this kiss, a song that was a ringtone for a girl I ain't like. You know, it was, I got, music is crazy how I can take you. It, it does take you, know you back. I mean? It does. Yeah. Yeah, all right. When, when, when you hear the first line, when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the, the wall. wall. Right. Come on. I mean, like, come, come on, on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. 
everybody getting back together when he came out with confessions. You feel what I'm saying? So, it's, it's, it's hot, though. All right. <laughs> so, listen. We appreciate you guys for rocking and hanging with us. Um, and, and hopefully, the message is, make sure you have someone that's uh, of a positive nature, <laughs> you know, listening. And, you know, I think for me, like, it's, you know, of course, my wife can be one of my biggest influences because we're in the house yeah. the most and she can sell it, you know, all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> if you want to, you know, and I always think like, if you want to change, you know, a, a man's mind or if you need a man to change a woman's mind, you know, it had you got to get to the husband or the wife there because they in there all day. Like, come on, come on. I know you, man. I know you don't want to hear it anymore, but just listen to me. If you if you hook up with Pastor, <laughs> you know, like if you connect with him, you know, it's like all day, like, all right, I'll give him a shot. You know, hey, you <laughs> have been influenced. Nice. <laughs> I always like Beast Boys too. Nice. Oh, uh, you're right. He said there's a difference. Is that a lady and influencing? Yeah. Yes. California Indeed. dreaming is Beast Boys. <clears throat> Relating yeah. and influence. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Um Proverbs is that Proverbs nine and nine? What is it? Uh, what is it? Um, give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Yep. Teach a just man, and he will. Uh, uh, to, uh, give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach What's the second man. part? Teach a just man, and he will. Teach a just man, and he will grow. He will increase. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that just is translated righteous. Right, a righteous man. Right, right, right. I'm just looking at I'm looking at Michael McNair, mm-hmm. who talked about relating and influencing. Right, right. Yeah, because you can give. You can you can give me instruction and I can be enlightened on that particular task. But right. as a righteous man, you, you know that the influence of a righteous man causes him to grow. Right. right. Indeed. You smart for the sake of being smart. Indeed. He said, notice how he said it. He said could be not is. I guess talk about uh there is a difference. Indeed. All right. So uh, we appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us. Another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Um, hopefully we are a positive influence in your life. We changed some things in your world, even hit you with some new words. <laughs> yes. Cognitive dissonance. Yes, indeed. <laughs> dissonance. <laughs> hey, right, don't, don't be surprised when I pull that up. And oh, whip it out on you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all go, y'all go check out them albums too, man. Get caught up, man. Listen to that Clark Sisters debut album. Go get oh. that super, super tight. I'm serious. You know, y'all, y'all get caught up on that music. <laughs> That's homework for tomorrow. I was, I was brought up on uh, the Carpenters. Okay. Uh, Bing, Crosby. Okay. Wow. Uh, the Whispers. Wow. wow. Yeah. Got heat. Yeah. Slave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about it. Slave, slave. Hey, don't sleep on slave now. Nah. Nah, yeah. yeah, the two I know pretty good, and I probably yeah. know some more. I just don't know it's them. Right. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, I've had oh, a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, because I heard Mark no. That guilty album from Barbara Streisand and that other dude, that long mullet. That's a good album. 
Okay. So I can oh, say, uh, I can say I mean, yeah, four tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The OJs. Yeah, my auntie brought me up on uh, y'all heard Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor. Oh yeah, who Johnny. Make, who making love to your old lady? Like that, making love. Johnny Taylor. That was Spades, yeah. pineapple juice, Bacardi. That's all I hear when I hear that kind of. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yes, sir. I got yes, to take it back. Shout out to yes. people. Yeah. yeah. James Cleveland. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Well, okay. I, I don't know any of his songs, but yeah. I know the name. You know, they, right, right. Y'all don't remember Bessie Smith. My name is Bessie Smith. When I talk, you listen. When I sing, you clap. <laughs> Bessie Smith. Uh, uh, Roberta. Okay, Bessie. Roberta Martin. Yeah, Manette don't know about them throwbacks. Uh, Roberta Flack. I know Flack. I don't know Mark. See? Rosetta yeah. Thorpe. Chris Christophe. Man, you just butchered his name, Jeff. Uh-oh. Who Uh-oh. is that? Whose name is that? Hold on. His name is with K's, not C's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is that? Who are you supposed to be? I don't even know that. The guy who's saying with, with Barbara Streisand. That's the dude with the mullet? Oh, okay, yeah. That I album. He had a mullet, but I know he had. They all got mullets. If he on that album, that Guilty album, he did his job. Oh, not, no. Uh, mom, is my mom still on there? What was that album, uh, that song that Barbara Streisand did with Chris Christopherson? Uh, they did. There was a movie they did to the soundtrack to this movie that Barbara Streisand did back in the day. Barbara, Barbara, 9 to 5? No, that's Dolly Parton. That's Dolly Parton. That's my, my fault, Dolly. I, I, <laughs> hey, the BG, did y'all like the BGs? Yeah, I used to love BGs. I know some of their songs. He said, yeah, tried to spell it 47 times. The BGs, the We're going to roll out of here. We're having an old man moments. All right. We're looking forward to you guys. Y'all talking about cassette tapes and CDs. I'm going back to eight tracks. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Nope, can't can't relate. Can't relate. No, nah, you, 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 I mean, I, I seen them. I seen them. <laughs> yeah, I seen them. They existed. Listen, I seen them. They tracks in the car. Yeah, they no, track, I, track, I, track, I, track. I think I think my mama had the Commodores on the eight track. <laughs> you found it, right? Like, oh, look at this! What is this? Like a cartridge. Like a cartridge. All right, all right. There you go. Boys and men, that works. All right, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same channel. Oh, wait, what's today? Thursday. No, we won't be. Um, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I have to have a uh, a death in the family, so we have to. Uh, we're gonna be leaving earlier. Um, we may have changed some things, so you guys pray for us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next week, same time, same channel. Um, we're gonna pray now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank and praise you for your loving kindness, your tender mercies. Lord God, during this season of bereavement, we still recognize you uh, as the God of everything. Uh, You're the God of peace. You're the God of joy. You're the God of recovery. You're the God that heals all wounds. So in the midst of this season where this family has to go and lay one to rest, Lord, we ask that you would come into the space. We first of all ask that you would give them traveling grace as they make their way across the highways and byways of God. And we ask that you bless this opportunity for them to love on one another, to encourage one another and come together as family in the name of Jesus and bring them back safe and sound. But most of all, Lord God, we ask you to receive this loved one uh, into your spirit, into your space. I pray over her salvation. I pray, Lord God, that everything or every part of this exercise, this project, this experience will be met with praise and glory and honor of recognizing just how great you are. We give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Your new title is The People's Pastor.
The people mm. pastor. People's pastor. That shouldn't apply. People's pastor. Receive it. Receive, Receive it. it. Just, just take it. Just run with it. All right. We see you guys on Monday. Uh, continue to be safe. 988 mental health crisis. Make sure you dial it. All right. Take care. Peace out.